I'm recording. Are you recording? I'm recording. Okay. So yeah, I figured, okay, just get the wireless earbuds. The only problem is, is that when, oh, I better make sure I'm recording the proper way. Oh, good. I'm on Roadcaster. With the headphones is that you can't put the cans over your wireless earbuds because it covers my microphone. Hold on one second. So then I would, okay. Okay. Is that Ashton? Yes. Oh, the baby. Not a baby. No, he just got done stacking wood, so. <laughs> <laughs> like mom, huh? He was letting me know that uh, he was done and he was going to take a shower. Why is there a microphone? Audacity is using your microphone. Audacity should not be using my microphone. Actually, okay. I, I, no, it's no, that's supposed fine. to be using your microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought it was using my... um. My computer oh, microphone. Computer mic. And I was about to say, don't you dare. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. I know. I hate. I used to get this weird message that my microphone. No, I'm not even fucking joking. I used to get this me- message that, oh, we're not getting any feedback from your mic. It might be a little bit too much for our servers. Um, what? I, oh, you know, that was on Discord. I'm sorry. Not on Audacity, but on oh. Discord. And I, I kept telling Mike. I was like, Mike, he's like. Uh, what's going on with your mic? Like you sound better when you're using, you know, your roadcaster and I, or it's a sure mic because you sound better when your setup is, is connected. I'm like, well, it keeps kicking me off and saying that my, you know, mic is too fancy, which prompted him to make fun of me. Mm. I'm getting a lot of popping on my end. I really need to get, it's me too. It's not, the mic is good. My husband and his co-host don't get it. I, I need a pop filter. You don't have one? I don't because I don't know what's changed about my mouth. I'm going to blame my fucking mouth. But I didn't, I, I wasn't using one before and I was, it was just fine. I thought you had a sock. And that was on the old mic. That was the old one. I, these are $600 mics. And, I'm, and that's not even a, you, that's babe. not even a hard flex or anything. Like you pay the money so that you don't have to have all these things. And I've been getting pussy popping. <laughs> okay, so should we start the show? Yes, ma'am. This is all you. Go for it. This isn't Hot Mess Express. the music but uh luck be a lady just played i wanted to talk about that okay (laughs) my internal drama with that song and i probably shouldn't even 
explain this. Oh, fuck. I forgot that I completely like restarted my computer. So the show notes are not in front of me. <laughs> oh, that's you awesome. Me- you should pull them up because I was um, I was I was giving you shit in the show notes before <laughs> Oh, I <hate laughs> while you, you were gone. I mean, we don't even need we don't need show notes. It's just that that's where the lyrics were. You know, what's even funnier is that because I had no Internet. <laughs> I can't even pull up my stuff again. I don't even know how I pulled it up earlier. It just all okay. Oh, well, I started my computer, and as soon as I restarted it, then all of the freaking what do you call it notes and everything went bye bye. But you have it. it. I pulled up the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I have the lyrics too now. So I mean, I'm, I'm just using. My oh, phone do you? Okay. Because I okay, mean, do you have do you have Google Docs on your phone? I do. Yeah. So you, you could pull up the notes. I could just pull it up. Yes, I can. I mean, because really, I had an article that I wanted to read from, and then I, and then I want you to go over one of the news things. But yes, I'll see your shit talking, whatever you're doing on my horrible <laughs> notes. Oh, look at the internet popped up. Yay. <laughs> so fucking dumb. I don't know what has happened. Wait, so have we actually months. started the show or are we still in the pre-show? <laughs> No, we've started the show. The show is happening right now. Oh, okay. It's well, just you just didn't introduce us. Fuck. I didn't introduce us. Oh, you know what? Okay, fine. Do I have to introduce us? Yes, it's how you start the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Not Hot Mess Express because that's been on hold temporarily. Well, we pray for tits while she has a procedure done, not to her tits. She's getting some stuff done and I think in time she's going to want to kind of discuss her journey so we'll allow her to do that when the time is right so we wish her well and Candy is off in Candyland doing her bullshit whatever's going on (laughs) I do actually talk to her frequently so and she will be back as well but this is absolutely not and I am your host the one and only Raina B sounds like Bobby D (laughs) (laughs) and with me I got Daphne what's up Daph Sup, girl? Sup, Holmes? Uh, question. The Hebs wants to know. And he's not in here. He doesn't He doesn't get to be a part of this. He got in trouble last time. Uh, good. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. But why is it, or, or do you think you'll ever be comfortable using your your name on a podcast? Um, yes. What's probably you back right um... now with, with absolutely not and... You know, the stuff that we do, granted, uh, I know on Rain Man, you you use your name. You kind of have to. Yeah. Well, I had actually talked to the guys at one point and was like, hey, you know, what do you think? Should I use my real name? Blah, blah, blah. And Thomas was like, fuck it. Just do it. And I was like, all right. And now I don't care. You were going to use a fake name with Rain Man? I was. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I respect that. I get it. Yeah, Thomas talked me out of it, so. And Thomas can talk us pretty much into anything. Oh, he can. Especially if he uses that (laughs) Russian voice of his. (laughs) That is so funny. See, you don't watch what we do in the shadows. So you don't don't. see Nandor the the Relentless. Yes. Holy shit. Yes, he looks like Nandor, but Nandor also has a shitty accent. <laughs> it's a tw- they're twins. They could be twins. It's amazing. Oh my god. And you know what? I did message that to Thomas. He was not impressed. <laughs> I was like, "Don't be a player hater, dude." Hey, Anyways, take it where you can get it. 
rolling back to the beginning when I was talking to you about my internal drama with Luck Be a Lady. And I was saying, look, we don't, I, we shouldn't have to explain, at least to our generation, that he's singing a song about just wanting Luck to be by his side. Okay. And how he has, and how he has theorized this Luck is that Luck needs to be ladylike, which is why it's called Luck Be a Lady. He wants luck to be a lady, but the, the the lyrics are so fucking funny because I think about how you and I are as women, and if a man ever like talked to us kind of like this, we'd be like, "The fuck do you think you are? You better calm down with the attitude right now." <laughs> All right, so I'm reading the lyrics. Hmm. Um. Okay, so they call you Lady Luck. But there is room for doubt. At times you have a very unladylike way of running out. You're on this date with me. The pickings have been lush. And yet before the evening is over, you might give me the brush. You might forget your manners. You might refuse to stay. And so the best I can do is pray luck be a lady tonight. Okay, what's I'm, I'm not seeing any problems with that one. Not Not a ton there. So then it goes through the... Luck be a lady tonight. And then it starts saying, luck if you've been a lady to begin with. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with. Luck be a lady tonight. And then he goes on to explain what luck should be doing to be a lady. Luck let a gentleman see just how nice a dame you can be. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with. Luck be a lady with me. A lady never leaves her escort. It isn't fair. It isn't nice. A lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I'm going to call him. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Oh, my God. Um, blow on your dice. Yeah. Let's keep this party polite. Never get out of my sight. Stick with me, baby. I'm the, the, the guy that you came in with. Luck be a lady tonight. A lady never flirts with strangers. She'd have a heart. She'd be nice. A lady doesn't wander all over room and blow on some other guy's dice. Um, see, I guess I was a, I, I was raised a little more old school than you. I don't have a problem with that. Look, at, I'm not going to be going around the room. Well, no, and I really don't. If we're being honest, like I'm not. I'm not. You know <gasps> me. I'm not. Are about, you trying like, to create drama? Oh, of course I am. I told you this is my internal drama. But obviously I'm going to stay by my quotation mark escort that I hired all night. <laughs> Fuck yeah, if I'm paying for him. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's it's just funny. It's like you have to stay by my side, like never leave my sight. Um, excuse me. I need to go to the bathroom. Are you going to fucking go in the bathroom with me? Who the fuck do you think I'm blowing in the bathroom, motherfucker? Uh, well, you might be blowing on some other guy's dice, all right? Apparently, this lady <laughs> is a whore, and he's been with whores before, and now he thinks that this lady needs to stay by him or else she's not a lady. Or maybe he's only purchased high-dollar escorts, and so... They have always stuck by his side, and now he's out with a regular girl, and she's like, fuck, I gotta go pee. Mind your own business. Yeah. I need to go blow. This guy's offering more money, so I'm gonna go blow on his dice. I'll be right back. <laughs> Dinner's on me. 
Anyways, I thought that was funny. I was listening to it and I like literally was ready to spit out my drink because I'm like, I love the song. I'm never going to stop loving it. Right. Um, (laughs) I swear Uh, to God, I swear if because of this podcast, this becomes a thing where they try to cancel this song, I will beat your ass. Well, you're going to have to fly down here to beat my ass. And or fun, I could just we can go do stuff. Well, I was going to say, or I could just wait till Vegas. <laughs> That's true. Yes, you can beat my ass in Vegas. Um, wouldn't it be funny if suddenly we became the forefront of feminism? It would be fucking, <laughs> it would. It would be hilarious. Because they would not like my kind of feminism. <laughs> no, you're not going to like our kind of feminism. Which is funny because people think that. We're not for feminism when obviously we are. We're for men not trying to fucking tell us what to do and when to do it and to stay like a fucking dog when we're told to, you know, different kinds of things. It just depends on whether I have my collar on or not. No, I'm just kidding. That is true. And you know what? On the flip side of this song, these lyrics, doesn't that kind of also turn you on a little bit? Like He is so into you. He just wants you to like fucking stay right here because you're so hot. I can't did have you, you blow another guy's dice. Did you not hear me mention a collar? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so I, I found a collar. meme today. <laughs> I found a meme today um, that kind of reminded me. Uh, this conversation reminded me of it said, you know, that feeling when you get settled into your car, set your GPS to the new location push play on your favorite song and then your GPS interrupts it every two seconds to tell you how to get out of the neighborhood you've lived in for the past 15 years. That's what mansplaining feels like. That is true. And I was like, fuck yes. Wait, have you ever had somebody mansplain anything to you? Yes, of course I have. I've, I've, I've worked in very manly fields. So I've absolutely had people or men mansplain to me. Oh, my God. I'm looking at your fucking notes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Here, let's just go through this real quick. And we're going to go back to this mansplaining. Okay. Ready when you are. Are you ghosting me? Technical difficulties, my ass. Oh, no, I'm going through a tunnel. (laughs) Insert Jeopardy thing song here. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What? I'm sorry I bored you so much. No, no, no. I was just fucking with you. I know. Uh, back to the mansplaining. Yes, I have been in the automotive industry since I was 19, having gone through automotive school through a local college, having met my husband there, which is shocking that he didn't mansplain shit to me because he's an ass. Well, that's probably why you married him. Yeah, understandably. But I mean, and granted, at the time we were going to school together, I didn't know this and we weren't dating, but he he had another girlfriend. So he probably was just like, he didn't have time for me. So that's fine. I respect that. A guy that is not fucking with other women because he's got a girlfriend. Totally respect that. That's why I married him. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But then we got both got hired for the company we work for now. Me at one dealership, him at another. And I did have uh, one or two technicians that thought it was okay to try to talk to me like I was a child. Right. And in return, Angry Latina came out. Mm-hmm. And they learned real fast that I don't play that game. And granted, it wasn't any kind of dominance thing between either one of us. It was just like, hey, I'm talking to you like a human. Don't talk to me like I'm a fucking five-year-old. 
Okay. Right. I understand what you're saying. And I'm not trying to be a bitch and I'm not trying to pretend I'm going to beat your ass. Right. I will beat your ass. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, yeah. like, let's respect each other as adults. And don't talk to me like that because I won't fucking stand for it. Well, and not only that, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't qualified to be here. So fuck off. Yeah, I'm over here. You look at the fucking car. I will sell the fucking work to the customer. It's like you're the hoe and I am paying you to do stuff for the customer. <laughs> right. You get the yeah. cut. I'm I the pimp. You. you the hoe. I get the work. You do the work. They didn't like when I talked to them like that, though, because that's, <laughs> that's when it starts womansplaining and womansplaining really is a thing. So quit trying to pretend that uh, equality doesn't exist. Mansplaining and womansplaining is definitely a thing. <laughs> so what would you consider womansplaining? Um, honey, look, I know that you know how to do this, but since you can't seem to do it right, I'm going to do it. And I need you to watch me so that next time you can do it properly. Oh, honey, that that's not womansplaining. That's fucking passive that's aggressive. Mm, that's that's womansplaining to me. How would you womansplain? Um, Did we lose each other again? No, I'm just. Oh, <laughs> you're thinking. <laughs> but see, the thing. <laughs> okay, so this is going to sound sexist. The The thing is, so mansplaining is a man explaining something to a woman because he thinks she doesn't know it just because she's a woman. So woman-splaining would be a woman explaining something to a man because she thinks he doesn't understand it because he's a man. The problem is simple task. (laughs) the, The problem is most things that a woman would explain to a man, he does not know how to do it or what it is because he's a man. Yes. So I don't. But I don't really think I find that to be an excuse. What, he doesn't understand it because he's a man? Yeah, like, I mean, it's like, okay, same thing with the woman. We can both take time to learn things. Now, the man's trying to explain it because he thinks the woman doesn't understand. I think it's kind of up to her to prove that she does understand. Right. And if she has to get passive aggressive, same thing with the guy, though. But I don't really feel like, I don't feel like when I've ever, quotation mark, in my opinion, man's, or excuse me, woman-splained anything, that the guy... I felt like he also should have known it, simple things, but they play stupid a lot. And maybe that's just an act. I don't know. And that, like, I don't think I've ever, I've had to woman's playing a lot in my life. So, no, I don't, I, I don't, good. I don't really know that. I don't really know that woman's planning is a thing because I'm thinking about the things that I would have to explain to the hubs. And he, I don't think he, would know I, I don't know i guess the things that i would have to explain would be like cramps uh, or yeah. you know why i use the tampon i use or whatever just things that he literally does not understand because he's not a woman but i mean that's things true. like and that's also fair things like how to fold your clothes or the proper way to put away towels i think that's just preference and or home training i don't i don't know well, I, I just don't fair, think neither one of us married idiots i mean you didn't marry an idiot i didn't marry an idiot you know no and but now the the, guys are the whole playing and the whole playing an act or acting stupid so they don't have to do something oh that's absolutely 100% a fucking thing Oh, yeah. 
all the time. You know what? Oh, you're just so much better at it. Oh, God, I hate that. (laughs) It's just a thing. I'm just so used to it now. But I did have to kind of woman's plane to my husband. So now getting womanly over here, um, having uh, cysts on my ovaries. I can feel when I'm ovulating now, and it's not a good feeling. It's it's painful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel like typical cramps. It just feels like weird stomach pain, which I'm glad I have an explanation for the stomach pain because I've right. kind of been having it for years and wondering what's wrong with me. Right. So, but he doesn't understand that, you know, pressure and certain things, you know, will make it a lot worse. I kind of, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times when I'm having anything painful, he thinks women are always in pain and always sick. And I'm like, well, to be fair. We are. Maybe we are, and we whine about it a little more than men because it's socially acceptable for us, too. <laughs> Two, I'm diabetic. I get sick all the time. I don't think women complain about it nearly as much as men. I'm going to tell you right now, if men had periods... Oh, God. It would be over. Yeah. Could you imagine I if mean, they had to have babies? Look, if men had periods, tampons would be free. Um, it it would just be it would just be a whole different world. Quite possibly, I think we would have the birth control thing taken care of. <laughs> Lickety split. Lickety split. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I want to read this article that I saw, and get your input on it. Um, it's called okay. "Tips to Look After Your Husband," and it is from a 1950 home economics book. Okay. So this is some old shit, speaking of husbands. Um, tip number one, and they're not really listed by number. They're just kind of small paragraphs. Have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospects of a good meal are part of the warm welcome needed. I actually don't have a problem with this one. Because I also want dinner. (laughs) Right. I'm not necessarily just thinking about him, thinking about us, but I don't really have a problem with this looking in terms of a homemaker, you know? Right. Right. I know when- As a woman that works, and I have, technically I have two jobs, I'll call call it one and a half jobs, we both need to put in on this. (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. When I was working full-time outside the home- um. See, it's so different for me, though, because um, I was a Navy wife. So he was gone most of the time. So it was up to me to make dinner every night. And I guess because I was already in that. I had that structure in place. It really wasn't that big of a deal when he was home to just continue that. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I, I will say. He did when he was home, and even now, he cooks on the weekends more than I do. I bet you he's a good cook. He is a good cook. The only thing that kills me is he cooks by taste. And so oh. I, I there's never a recipe. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but it's still, I don't know, Noah does that, and it's it's really good. Oh, no, it's really good. I just can never replicate it. If I want oh, it again, yeah. I'm well, like, you, know, you have to make it. Yeah, Noah 
he learned how to make Spanish rice or Mexican rice better than I do. And really? I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He's going to divorce me. <laughs> he don't need me to feed him no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to the next one real quick. But yeah, I, I, I agree, especially in terms of a military wife. Right. Seems like it would make sense, you know. Okay. Prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so you will be refreshed when he arrives. Touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. He has just been with a lot of work-weary people. Be a little <laughs> be a little gay. I'm not joking. It says that. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. Oh, yeah. He's screwed with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Because let me let me tell you, working outside the home or inside the home, I am tired as shit by the time dinner time rolls around. Yeah. So he, I feel like in your position, you have to be a homemaker. You guys have so many like home chores, you know, inside and outside. Right. Out here, if I was a stay at home mom, it would just be like me making sure the house was clean and dinner was ready, honestly, and getting the kids to school. Right. Yeah, and that's it, it just, that's the tip of the iceberg for my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even then, even with the very little I would have to do, I, I'm I'm not going to prepare myself. I'm sorry. If I'm ugly, I'm ugly. And you, hopefully you still think I'm sexy when you come home. Stay away from hoes at work. Well, I was just going to say, because we were talking about home chores. I've spent the last three days in my basement rearranging my pantry because we've been canning and you know, putting up stuff for the winter. So, yeah, the, <laughs> getting my son off to school and, well, making sure dishes are washed and laundry is done is just the tip of the iceberg for me. Yeah, because we've got animals and 10 acres and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Well, that brings us. Actually, that's a good segue into the next one. Clear away the clutter. You guys are preparing for winter. You guys yeah. are canning shit. <laughs> but before you do all that, make sure you make one last trip through the main part of the house just before your husband arrives. Gathering up school books, toys, paper, run a dust cloth over the tables. Your husband will feel like he has reached a haven of rest and order, and it will give it will give you a lift too. I don't know about giving me a lift. <laughs> it's gonna lift my ass up <laughs> off the couch which is where i want to stay that's about it i mean our house gets pretty dirty i'm sure my husband would like me to run a dust cloth over the entire thing well here's the thing if my house was clean enough that the only thing i had to do before leo walked in the door was run a dust cloth on something and it would be fine he would probably kiss my feet <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That's what I was you know, they, I'm like, but if he, but okay, but if you don't, okay, so it sounds like your house isn't always that clean. What is, he, does he care when he walks in the house? Like, ugh, this place is a mess. I doubt that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the things we argue about the most, actually. <laughs> in, okay. So you and I are human. And, <laughs> which means we are not these women that constantly have the house clean, ribbons in our hair, freshen up right before the guys get home. It's like, you're going to catch me, fucking gut out, braless, on the couch, hair a mess, watching Lucifer, and 
Clothes are going to be all over the floor. Dogs are tearing up, you know, freaking napkins. Fucking hair everywhere. Dog hair everywhere. I kid you not. I sweep and I dust and it's everywhere. I'll put up the Halloween decorations. Those areas look nice and clean. (laughs) Well, what's funny is, um, okay, so this is probably TMI, but he said a lot, probably about a year or so ago, you know, he was like, I don't understand how you try to decorate when the rest of the house looks like crap. And I was like, well, fine, I'll just stop decorating for the seasons because I did. I used to, you know, change everything in the house for the seasons. Yeah. And then I realized I fucking clean better when I change stuff out for the seasons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I would take the stuff down off the top of the refrigerator for, say, like summer and go, oh, my God, I need to wash the top of this refrigerator before I put up my fall stuff. So there were places that never got touched until I decorated. So about once a quarter. And I was like, I hope you realize this was actually helping me clean. So guess what? I'm going to fucking decorate if I want to. <laughs> uh, Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I clean up the areas I'm decorating pretty good. <laughs> uh, I do have intentions of getting the rest. Like, okay, look at we have two little Mexican slaves in the house too, so they do a lot of cleaning. They always do the dishes. They'll clean the kitchen table. They're not perfect, but like even our daughter goes and she'll comb the stairs with a rake, like a a, a carpet rake. Oh, I need one of those actually. You just buy a regular dog hair rake, honestly. It works amazing. And she will rake the stairs and throw that away. They throw out the trash. So they do, you know, basic maintenance that I can't even begin to tell you how much helps. And absolutely, really like the deep cleaning, I need to kind of get on that. It's just hard. Like we work all the time. You know, I'm I'm doing so many fucking podcasts, it feels like at some point I'm going to have to like take a break, you know, not so much from ours because we don't do a lot of podcasting together. But right, you know. I don't know. I think the Reverend and I will have to take like at least a month break during the winter season or something. Oh, yeah, because you got to do it because y'all are y'all are broken up into seasons, right? Yes. Yeah, so we're just about to end the ghost season. Excuse me, ghost season. Where did I? <laughs> the devil season. Devil's in the details. And then I think right. we're going to roll into ghost season. And we're trying to do one podcast a month, which doesn't seem like a lot. But we do such long episodes. There's so much editing. And then the husband was like, why do you do the podcast the way that you do it? Why don't you just do it the way? And I was like, I don't have the luxury to go live. I mean, I do. Like with you, I can go live. Right. But the Reverend, we don't have that kind of time. We are not on that kind of schedule. We record usually on Sunday morning, 9 o'clock his time, 6 a.m. my time. Oh, my God. I know. And typically will end 9 a.m. my time, 12 p.m. his time. Wow. So, you know, until we start shortening up episodes or something. And also, I am, like, trying to get him to get a little bit better equipment because the um, the sound, ooh, the the thing, the box I gave him, basically, that the uh-huh. mic goes into. Why can't I even think right now? Um, the audio box. interface. There we go. Yeah. It's not as great as I, I mean, it worked for us when we were in a super quiet area and everything, but his microphone is so good, it picks up a lot, and so I'm constantly editing background noises, and I'm like, okay, we need to- Well, I gotta tell you, his audio always sounds amazing. Because I edit everything. I mean, he does. Well, I'm I'm giving you props. You do good. Um, It's just very time consuming, so if we could 
like eliminate the background stuff. And even I get background noise. Like, okay, you told me that you edit your audio before you send it to Mike. And I'm I do. like, I haven't been doing that. So I listened to one of my audios. When it's just you by yourself and there's no sound filling in the spots between you speaking and them speaking, you mm-hmm. get to hear all the... <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> no i i always i always run mine through you clean it up at the very least a noise reduction yeah yeah and i don't i haven't done the noise reduction but i do go in between each of my spots and i do the um what do you call it uh i forget what the editing tool is where you basically you change the sound or you eliminate it yeah you silence audio yes so I do that now, and I'm like, oh, my God. I can't even imagine all the times I send audio to both him and you, and it's just me breathing hella heavy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if, you, if you're getting a lot of background noise from the Reverend, and it's just little background noises, it's not even like him breathing. Well, sometimes you can do that, too. If you find the spot where you can hear him breathe, and you do noise reduction on the whole audio from um that he sent you uh-huh. it's gonna cut all that shit out okay, in one so fell swoop highlight a spot that he's breathing and and you'll, and you'll go and do noise reduction to, yeah you'll go you'll go to noise reduction and when it'll pop up a free tip for anybody using audacity um <laughs> go into effect pull up noise reduction get and click on get noise profile yes i've done that and in, and in one second, it'll get it'll pick up whatever it is that you've got highlighted. Then you highlight your whole audio file. Go back to effect and hit. Oh, I think it's. I thought it, it was noise reduction again. I thought you were supposed to do that. It is. It is noise reduction. But at the very tip top, it'll oh, it'll say repeat noise reduction. Oh, OK. Yes. So you hit repeat noise reduction. It'll probably take about 30 seconds to a minute, depending on how long the file is, mm-hmm. and and then listen to that section again, and it'll be gone. If okay. it's not, you can do it again, and it's not going to mess up the audio. Okay. I And you did tell me that. The problem was is that I did it on an audio where it wasn't going to fix my audio. Um it was just a whole mess up. I mean, obviously, you've heard, I don't know if you've heard the most recent, not the news one, but the Needful Things episodes that I posted, those took me weeks to edit, just because time, obviously. But right. it was me re-recording every single bit of my audio. I tried Oh my God, that's right. It. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And some of it, I told him, I was like, I don't like it. I sound like a a, a phone sex operator. <laughs> See, now what's funny is I knew that before I listened to the um to the actual episode, mm-hmm. and I I could not tell, which I'm thankful for because. And it was funny because actually. Um, Noah was in the room with me while I was recording some of it, and he goes, see, your acting classes paid off, which I did acting in high school, so it's not like we paid for me to do acting uh. or anything, but I'm like, how do you, like, how do you think, you know, what makes you think that? And he's like, well, he goes, you're basically playing yourself right now. He's like, and you're trying to mimic exactly what you've done, you know, to to just basically make it perfect so that your audio is right. And I was like, yeah, I don't feel like that's acting, though. I'm being myself. Like... <laughs> 
But I, I can see where he's coming from. You kind of oh, yeah. have to be acting because you have a script in front of you of what you've That's already true. said. And you're trying to put yourself back into that place of being in that conversation with the reverend. And I, um, I, I could not tell. I was trying to find it and I couldn't. So good job. It was funny. There was a few times where I was like, my personality was not matching the energy I had when I did <laughs> the episode. And obviously the Reverend was like, thank you so much. And I'm like, there's no thanking me. It was my audio that was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was probably thanking you that he didn't have to re-record everything himself as well. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, are you fucking serious? It was like that one time I lost all my audio. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And we had to re-record. And I oh. felt... Like our energy was just so low because we had already talked about everything. Yeah, we were just, ugh, we were deflated. Deflated. Oh, great. I can't word right now. You know what? We're moving on from, because we have totally gone off of the 40s, 50s housewives topic, which I don't care. I don't okay. Care. I don't give a shit. We're not those people anymore. Um, There was one more thing. and I'm going to click on the link just to see if I do want to go over it. I don't think I do. This is from uh, the History Channel. Okay. It's the, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to briefly go through this real quick and then we can move on. I, if you don't mind, would like you to get into the Nicki Minaj article. Okay. And read that and then we can kind of discuss that. But let me know, History Channel. I don't want to sign up. I already did. Leave me alone. Okay. So let's see if it'll get straight to the points, like if it'll bullet point this for us. Oh, this was like dating tips for like, Trying to secure a husband. Oh, Lord. Hold on. I'm trying. Let me see. This doesn't look like the article that I had originally looked at. Mm, nope, we're going to skip this one. But basically, I had read an article that basically gave tips on how to, how etiquette basically for dating so that you can be sure to get married. Okay. I found that shit to be wild as fuck. Like I would have never, I would have never been able, if I were the way that I am now back in the day, and I know women like us existed back then. And those are the women you heard about most in history because rarely right. does a, a good woman ever make the history books. Right. But, I mean, I would have not had a husband. <laughs> so or you would have been, or, or you would have been a cheap wife. Like, when they were trying to marry you off, they were like, no, no, just take her. <laughs> yeah, my dowry would have been really low. <laughs> Hi, we'll give you $5 if you take our daughter. <laughs> right? She kind of knows how to cook. Uh, she likes fat men, so you can get ugly and fat. It's fine. And she can suck a mean dick. You'll be Sold. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 10. <laughs> well, I was going to say... um, Earlier, they say there's three reasons why, um, uh, no, what is it? Three reasons why a man gets married and a woman has to have at least two out of the three. She can cook, she can clean, or she's good at fucking. I don't clean worth shit. So, you know. <laughs> Obviously, same. Okay. <laughs> cook, I can kind of cook, so there's that. I imagine oh, I you can kind of cook. Yeah, you can cook. See, that's I that. And then I can cook. Lady in the streets, but a Sith in the sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found the article about the 1940s marriage, but I don't even want to care anymore. Let's go into the Nicki Minaj 
it's the last one, the LA Times, which I have some okay. things about LA after this article is done. Okay, so here we are, LA Times. For hip-hop and black communities, Nicki Minaj's ball gate is no laughing matter. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck ball gate is. You don't know what ball gate is? Okay, okay hold I'll on. I'll the article to see. Oh, okay. I see why they're calling it ball okay. gate. Okay. It started with a seemingly innocuous post on social media. It ended up shining a light on hip-hop's complicated relationship with the COVID-19 vaccine. On September 13th, rapper Nicki Minaj announced on Twitter that she would not be attending the famed Met Gala due to a requirement that guests must show proof of vaccination amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Quote, if I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met, she told her 22.8 million followers. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. Bravo to her. Yeah, mad respect. Some observers pressed Minaj on just how much more research needed to be done when, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, data shows that all three COVID vaccines have proved to be safe and effective in blocking severe sickness and death, even against the more communicable Delta variant. A New York Times report estimated that breakthrough cases for people who have been vaccinated are relatively small, blah, blah, blah. Yet Minaj doubled down, quote, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. She responded, his testicles became swollen, end quote. Minaj, and actually, that's a thing that's happening like oh, that. Yeah. That does not like it. To most people, they'd be like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. No, that is seriously one of the side effects. Um, Minaj's eyebrow-raising ball gate anecdote set social media ablaze and was widely criticized by health experts across the globe. From the White House to Minaj's native home of Trinidad for spreading COVID-19 information. Uh, I hope they get into the White House thing because I got comments about that. Oh, yeah. Some speculated that Minaj's tweet was an attempt to deflect attention from recent allegations of harassment and witnessing tampering against her and her husband, Kenneth Petty. I hadn't even heard about that. In a sit down with the real Jennifer Hoff claimed the couple pressured her to recant her story of Mr. Petty sexually assaulting her in 94 when she was 16. Minaj has largely remained silent since the revelations, but she is just one of several hip hop acts that either have raised concerns about the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccine and safety protocols being enacted across the country or made baseless conspiracy fueled anti-vaccine statements. Fuck you. Um, all these little weird policies and government mandates suck a dick declared Grammy winning rapper Busta Rhymes. I knew yep. I loved him for a reason. <laughs> Echoing talking points. Omnip omnipresent. Omnipresent. In the right-wing media ecosystem during an August concert in St. Louis, he then demanded officials stop taking people's liberty away before exclaiming, fuck your mask. Yep. Last December, Memphis, Tennessee rapper NLE Choppa tweeted for his fans to, quote, stay away from the vaccines. In a July 2020 Forbes interview, Kanye West, who revealed that he had contracted the disease, called the COVID-19 vaccine the mark of the beast. Oh, Damn. Minaj, Busta, and Choppa could not be reached for comment. They joined Pete Rock, Juicy J, Migos Offset, Freddie Gibbs, and J Rock as just some of the hip-hop artists who have come out in opposition of the COVID-19 vaccine mandate and enforcement rules. Okay, Dr. Kirsten Bibbins Domingo. Domingo. 
an epidemiologist, physician, and researcher at U.S. San Francisco, has been a voice in the fight against COVID-19 on behalf of minorities. She is not surprised at the hip-hop community's overall skepticism. No shit. Yeah. Quote, Blacks and Latinos have historically had a mistrust or a wait-and-see attitude towards vaccines, she explains, adding that the hesitancy, especially among black people, goes way beyond the Tuskegee experiment, the infamous syphilis study that began in 1932, recruiting black men from Alabama who were never told by doctors that they had the disease. Have you not heard of that? I I have in a nutshell, but I did not know it was syphilis. Yes. I thought it was, I thought there was something else. I, well, maybe I'm thinking of something. Maybe it's not the Tuskegee incident. Um, I'm thinking about how when I had heard, and I don't have any facts, so it's all hearsay. I heard Mike talk about it on Rain Man about blacks that were being, um, given, given vaccines or being forced to have vaccines that were making them, um, not be able to sterile, basically sterile. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, According to data from the County of Los Angeles Department of Public Health, 52.9% of blacks have been vaccinated compared to Latinos at 61.6, whites at 71.1, and Asians at 80.8. CDC numbers show that just 49.4% of blacks are vaccinated nationally. The hip-hop community is also part of these other communities, Bibbins Domingo continues. They intersect with black vaccination rates, so that certainly to be expected. I don't think that We can blame, shame, or ridicule people, but we have to meet people where they are because those, quote unquote, conspiracy theories have really strong holds and we can't dismiss them lightly. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, Uh, I am not done with this article. It goes on for quite some time, but I, I think we've got enough information here that we can talk about it. Here's what I hate about articles like this one why is it that i don't want to jump out and get a vaccine that is not yet a year old but yet one of them is already kind of sort of fda approved so because i want to wait and see why is that all of a sudden a conspiracy theory like why am i like why 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 is that a bad thing? I just don't understand why that's a bad thing. Why do I get lumped in with it's going to turn the frogs gay or <laughs> you know it, it's got a microchip in me or it makes me glow in the dark. What the fuck? It, it's I not just, a conspiracy theory. I have questions. Uh, yeah. When did having questions make me one an anti-vaxer or two a conspiracy theorist? Yeah, there's no one or the other because I am very pro-vaccine, but I have some questions about this one. And not because of the Latino community. I don't ever really feel like that was a strong thing for me. I'm part of the Latino community. I joke about it a lot. Um, I grew up in a very mixed community, so that's not something that I hold on to strongly. But, you know, as just... A, a human, uh, especially somebody that's high risk. There's so many different like complications that this vaccine has caused people that yep. doctors don't even want to admit yet because they don't have enough evidence. Well, no shit. There's not a lot of evidence on anything, especially the safety. Right. I found out one of the 
one of the complications you can have is blood clots, which for a diabetic like me is deadly. Yes, absolutely. So badly that I'm not even allowed to be on birth control because, because of the blood clots. Of blood clots, the potential risk of blood clots. It's just a potential risk. So, right. you know, that leaves us to figure out how, you know, we do birth control. Husband got fixed, not a problem. But, anyways, you know, these are just things that people deserve to have these questions. And to have these kind of questions now, you're just, you're a monster. Right. And and I think that's what I just don't understand. And her, her original comment, I'm going to scroll back up here. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. All she was saying was, if I get vaccinated, it's not just so that I can attend some fancy party. I will get vaccinated when I feel comfortable and I make that decision for me and my health. Yeah, it's called an educated decision. Right. Which, when did we lose that right? Exactly. Oh, my God. There's so much we could get into COVID. I mean, speaking of fancy parties, though. Again, another good segue. I like when that happens. <laughs> we always talk about this because it's a big fear that I have about the convention. Oh, yeah. The Supernatural Convention. And so far, Nevada's holding on to, you know, we're allowing you. I Right now, I, I want to say it's still on the trust system. Oh, good. Okay. I, I believe I'm not 100. I did tell you to check that email out I was like oh my god check your email because they're saying that we need and it wasn't it was for I want to say Detroit okay okay it wasn't for Vegas um I get confused because they keep sending us you know oh a million and a half emails yeah yeah so hold on I'm pulling it up real quick okay Uh, good because I I forgot (laughs) no 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 it's totally fine um and this it's Denver I don't know I think I said Detroit whatever Denver Detroit tomato potato whatever um, for those who are fully vaccinated, partially vaccinated or not vaccinated, regardless of your vaccination status, we require a negative COVID-19 test result, which should be taken 72 hours, three days. Thank you for specifying for the idiots of the first day attending the convention. You will receive a special colored wristband, which you must wear for the entire convention in addition to your entry wristband. I'm not even going to read further than that. That says so much. We're going to give you this white wristband to prove that you are negative. And if you don't, here's a black wristband. And actually, you're not even allowed in here. No blacks allowed. Why don't they just say that? Oh, my God. Does it sound good when you say it that way? Because that's essentially. And I'm not trying to say the plight of what African-Americans had to go through back in the day is nothing to compare to COVID-19. I'm just saying we're starting to see some things that are mimicking and that's not a direction we want to go in. Nope. Well, and here's the thing. Can you imagine? Okay. Having spent the money to buy the tickets. Yeah. And travel to the convention and stay at a hotel and the food that you, you know, the money for extras and food and stuff like that. And, you take a COVID test and somehow or another you pop positive and now all of that is wasted. 
And because you are three days out from the convention, there is no way in the world that you would be able to turn around and sell those tickets or get your money back for your flight or your rental car or whatever. I, when is the, when is the, uh, the Denver convention? Is it before or after the Vegas? It is before it's in October. Hold on. It was just right here. October 15th through the 17th. So I would be curious to see if this is something that Denver has decided and creation is just like, well, I'm just trying to not lose money. So we have to have this convention or, or if it's a test run for creation, because see, I don't think creation would do that though. I think they're doing it just so that they can hold the convention because it's like I was telling the boys on the crossroads the other night, look, Yes, they have contracts with all of the people that show up to these conventions, but those contracts are only going to last for so long and they can postpone these shows or these conventions for only so long because the boys, um, Jensen and Jared especially, are not going to want to be sitting around talking about Supernatural three years from now when they're two or three seasons into Walker or two or three seasons into the boys or whatever, you know? Absolutely. So I think creation is just trying to abide by whatever rules that their city is giving them so that they can freaking hold these conventions and make this money. Because if not, they're they're going to have a lot of pissed off people. Well, because, yeah, because obviously if this were the case for Denver or if it was creation, we would start getting, you know, emails for, you know, our convention or other conventions. And they're just kind of updating this as they go. I will say I just got an email today. The Hubs and I, obviously, the same time this Denver convention is going on, we're going to be in Los Angeles, the fucking hell pit of fucking COVID. Right. And they are also requiring not Universal Studios and not Disney, but Universal. And they were strict when we were there last time, just sitting where we were sitting. Right. But they are requiring a test 72 hours prior to prove that you don't, or proof of vaccination. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? And they did highlight and they did specify this is Los Angeles Public Health County order. Ah, uh, like, it's not us, it's them. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is fucking great. So guess what? Nona, you're 11 years old. Benny, you're nine. You guys don't have to get tested now. <laughs> they don't? Hell, yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm lying. That's not their ages. Benny's technically under. No, 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 no. So they gave, they said that if you're over a certain age, you have to be. Over 12. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 11. 12 or older. Yep. You are one. Well, we're not tall. Tall is not how I would describe my daughter and I. (laughs) (laughs) But probably tall for an 11 year old, you know? Right. Right. And then, I mean, Benny's kind of short, so he'll definitely get away with, you know, whatever you say. Fuck it. We'll say he's 10. Yeah. yeah, he's 10 and a half and she's 11. 11 and a half? No, 11. <laughs> yep. 10, 11. That's how we roll. It's magic how we made that happen. So, <laughs> yeah, um, you know what? It just goes, and, and with all of this happening, I don't know what we're going to do. See, it doesn't even specify either. Like, the Denver one said, hey, you can bring your own kit from over the counter. Like, if you buy your own COVID testing kit, which I actually did buy a couple packs of those. Just because the kids, you can do one for the kids. Um, if, if school, if like if they get exposed, you could just say, oh, I have a test, take it real quick. And then they're done. They're good. 
Okay. Um, so I do have tests I can take. It didn't specify, though, how are you going to know? The Denver one says you have to take it here in front of us. They have a specific testing area. So I think it's like 15 minutes. So you go, you probably do your test in front of them, you show it. And Wait, you're good. so now, so now to go to a convention in Denver, you have mm-hmm. to be there seventy-two hours beforehand. No, 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 no. Oh, well, actually, you're right. Well, no, 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 no. You don't have to. Be They're there saying 72 within hours. seventy-two hours. Within seventy-two hours. So yeah, if you show up and you test negative right there on the spot, you get your right band, and the rest of the people sit in the back of the bus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, you know what? And this is the one thing that I knew. Okay. You obviously got to watch me go through my journey with the whole recall of our fucking useless governor. That was disgusting. And the hubs and I actually worked the election. Yeah. It went a lot better this time because the last time when we did the presidential election, the amount of people that did not give a shit about making sure that bags were secured that had people's votes in it, mm-hmm. things like that. If my husband and I were not honest, for all anybody could know, we could have took those bags as is, gone through them, found out who was voting red, found out who was voting blue, threw out the ones that were not in our favor. You know? Wow. They didn't give a shit. There was no security. You don't know what's going on. It's terrible. But we sat there and we made them follow the rules. They did not like us. We're like, close that bag zip that use the locks lock it in front of us and they hated it and i'm like do you even understand what's at stake here like this is important to some people you know this particular time it should be important to everyone yeah it should but god i hate california so (sighs) we go this time it was way better Based off of the conversations that you probably shouldn't have, but that happened anyways, and based on what we heard people saying, almost every poll worker was like, get this fucker out of here. We are doing what we can, because who would volunteer to help make sure that this recall goes properly? The people who want him recalled. Right. People that don't want him recalled, they're going to be like, no, I'm not going to do anything to assist. I don't want to be a part of this. So it was a majority, um, and it was just absolutely disgusting sitting there in line, vans full of thousands of votes that had not been counted yet, and this motherfucker is making a speech about how he won, and thank you, California, for keeping me in. You did the right thing. No, motherfucker. These votes still have to be counted. When you told us that in the Scooby Gang, I was literally gobsmacked. I was sitting, looking at my phone, and I literally had no words to say or to reply to you or anything because I was like, you've got to be motherfucking kidding me. Yep. It was it was gross. It was like, they were like, oh, yeah, well, all the early voters voted and ha, 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 don't even need to count these other votes because we know we got more than 70%. And I told my husband before we even volunteered, because we kind of volunteered last minute for right. this. And I said, you know, what's going to happen is that he's doing all these things to make the state feel secure right now. Oh, things are opening up again. We have a little bit more freedom. I go, and as soon as he secures his win, which technically isn't until October 2nd or 5th or something Mm -hmm. like that, I go, once he secures it, lockdown again, probably. Yep, absolutely. And I'm just wondering, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean for our, 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 not Las Vegas, our Los Angeles trip? I mean, is that going to come to a close? Because they're already uh, fucking... 
LA is already trying to put restrictions up. They already did. They put restrictions up that are making it harder for us to go do what we're doing. Right. With or without the vaccine. It blows my mind that Denver's like, despite your, you'll still need to take a test even if you are vaccinated. Well, it's because vaccine doesn't fucking work. It doesn't. You can still spread the COVID. And until the media or people at large stop caring about the number of cases and actually pay attention to how the actual sick people instead of the ones that, oh, yeah, I'm positive. I lost smell and taste, but I'm fine. Yeah. Once they start paying attention to the people who are actually sick and ignore the number of cases, this is not going to stop. Oh, my God. No. Because every time someone gets tested, it's a case number. Yeah. And that's it's like. It's funny because obviously me having had it already and them treating like I was on my deathbed or going to be on my deathbed, that was more terrifying than actually I didn't get any symptoms or any real symptoms other than the right. taste and smell, which came, what, practically when my quarantine was over. Yeah, pretty much. You know, but having gone through it and having dealt with the case workers that because you are a case at this point, that's all you are, they were pretty much fucking over it. <laughs> I just and I don't blame them. I, well, and you stop and think about the mental stress that goes on to somebody, excuse me, who has an underlying um, medical issue like you do when you're waiting on the test or you do pop positive and, you know, they, like you said, treat you like you're going to be on your deathbed the next day. Holy shit. I would I not be able to handle day. that. Yeah. Every day I sat there and I obviously dark humor was really good. We have that in the Scooby gang. So <laughs> right? that really, it, it really does keep a person going when you're just like, ha ha that's funny. Okay. I'm living my best life in this room right now. Right. Quarantine. But I really did lay there sometimes and I'm like, when is it going to get worse? Am I going to stop breathing tonight? Like, am I going to have a hard time? Right. Is my I already have blood pressure issues. Am I going to have heart problems? Right. What's going to happen? So I really did cause myself more mental stress than I needed because every day I was I was fine. But, but I you were waiting when, for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. It was like, yeah. when is it going to get worse? And I think the worst was when I actually got back to work. So quarantine's over and I was perfectly fine at home, congested for about two days mm -hmm. and kind of tired. And then when I get back to work, boom, major congestion, coughing up, you know, whatever was in my system and super fucking tired. The symptoms came after my quarantine was done. Isn't that crazy? And it wasn't obviously the worst of the symptoms. But still, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, we need to end this on a happy note. I mean, it's almost time. But how can we end this on a happy note? Oh, real quick. But still on the topic of vaccines. What are you going to do if they try to force the jabs? For the convention. I don't know. I want to say that I'll take a test. Mm -hmm. I'll get tested. That's fine. If they'll allow it. Yeah. But if they require a vaccine. Oh, Raina. I, I don't. I can't do it. Yeah. I just. Ugh, it scares me. So much money was spent. I know. You know. I know. And that's that's what kills me. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, we need to go to a happy topic, but I didn't bring any other happy topics. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I have 
a funny meme or something. <laughs> I do have one thing I wanted to ask you, and I have not talked to the Reverend about this. Okay. Did you ever watch Courage the Cowardly Dog? No, but I know the show. Okay. Any thoughts on the show at all? Did you think it was stupid? Did you think it was funny? I mean, I I didn't watch it, so I don't... Okay, you just know, know. of it. So yeah. Okay. Really good, kind of scary. Not scary, but it's a kid scary show, right. you know? On fucking Nickelodeon, or Cartoon Network, I should say. Sorry. Yeah. And recently they did a... They lived out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And that's literally what the town was called. Middle of nowhere, just these this old couple and their dog. Yeah. And, and so... There's a movie out that's available right now to rent, Amazon or whatever, and it's Scooby-Doo meets Courage of the Cowardly Dog. You did talk to the Reverend about this. I remember no. you mentioning this. Yeah, we've talked about it because we are going to do a um, show on it, like a quick, almost like 10 minutes at the crossroads, probably going to be oh, more fun. like 15, 20 minutes at the holler. But I was right. like, I wonder if we can get Daphne on this one. I don't know if you'd be interested in it. You can tell me no. I don't know if um, you want to watch it. I will. Uh, I don't see why not. I mean, I like Scooby Doo. Is it is it set in the Scooby Doo universe or the Cowardly Dog universe? I'm gonna say it's set in the Cowardly Dog universe because okay. it's called they... uh, Straight Out of Nowhere. Okay, so it's the Mystery me sh Machine shows up in nowhere. It has to be. It has to be like Scooby Natural, where somehow they end up. You know. <laughs> okay. In that area. Well, actually, I guess that's them ending up in Scooby Land. Scooby's going to end up in Courage Land. So, okay. I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up to you. Like I said, I haven't even talked to the Reverend to see, but, you know, we're co-hosts. Sure. Why would he be upset with Daphne being on the show? He wouldn't. Giving giving her input. So, But it was I was hoping it would be like a, a, a shorter show. It'll probably be a little longer with the three of us on. I don't care. But... I just, uh, no, three, it's not going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to do a, our first threesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you whore. I didn't even think about that. And now that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> all right. Well, should we call this? Yeah, sure. Since we've, since we've bummed, every, bummed everyone else out, unless you have something. No, I, I like ending on a... On a threesome note, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, threesome's good. It ain't, it's not gay if it's in a three-way. <laughs> All right. Well, I am Raina. This is Daphne. This is absolutely not. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Did I lose you? I think we lost each other. Hello? Yeah? You there? I'm here. I had to call you back. That was weird. Oh, okay. I saw that. What happened? I don't know. Was it your interwebs? Was it my interwebs? Who knows? You know what? Hope, hopefully we don't get kicked off. I'm going to turn off the Wi-Fi on my phone because the network usually is, my phone network is usually better. That's what I'm using. In this room, the one room that we do our podcasting in, <laughs> my phone network is better. Yeah. So, yeah. I always use my phone. Okay, good. Okay, there we go. I, I, I didn't get kicked off. Ah, shit, I lost you again. You there? Are you there? Are you back? Hello? Okay, there you are. Did you okay. catch that? 
Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Keep having problems. Are you there? Hello? Hey! Nope, you're there. Oh, I got you again. Okay, okay. I hung up and called back. I don't know why we keep dropping. And I lost you again. Are we going to do it like this now? I reckon so. Because okay, Discord keeps to me. dropping us out. That's fine. Okay. It's a way better idea. I'm going to edit all this shit out anyway, so. Okay, that's fine. No one will ever know. My Bluetooth, like, disconnected. Oh, my God. It was so funny. I'm not used to the touch Bluetooth yet. But I heard everything you said, so. Oh, okay. 